Hey Mavens, welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Can we first just start by saying thank you for tuning in and listening every week. It's been so much fun for us to create this resource and we hope you're finding something of value from the podcast and our guests each week. Also, did you guys know that we have a Facebook group? If you just search Beauty Mavens on Facebook, it should pop right up and then you can just request to join. It's a private group where we can connect with our community and each week we're going to be posting a question in the group to get a little feedback or just a fun question and then we're going to choose winners randomly to send some fun little prizes to just because we love all of you. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D. Oliveira and Madison Annis. Our guest began her career in the beauty industry by pursuing her license in the Master Aesthetic Program in 2012, headed towards the medical side of aesthetics, but ended up getting into lashes when they kind of fell into her lap. Guys, she is the volume lash maven, which, P.S., she trains both me and Maddie. She's been lashing for over five years and educating exclusively for Barbaletta Beauty for three years. Currently educating at Borboletta HQ for their new Lash Academy program, all while balancing a full clientele at home, traveling one to two times a month to train across the nation and spending time with her husband. Certified in volume lashes from both Borboletta and Revolation, a frisbee golfer and fitness guru. When she's not lashing, she's lifting <laughs> and she looks amazing. Honestly, one of the sweetest girls we know with a killer Instagram account that gives you all the good feels, inspo, and positive vibes. Please welcome to the podcast, Sam Devereaux. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having We're me. We're so excited you're here. Me too. We, it's so fun. I know. We loved doing the Academy with you and we just felt like we clicked. So this yes, will be fun. Yes, I loved having you guys and I'm glad that we still kind of stay connected too. So yeah. thanks so much me for too. having me. Yeah, we're so excited. So each week on the podcast, we start by saying our highs and lows of the week. Kristen, you start because I don't know mine yet. <laughs> okay. I know mine. Okay. So first of all, my high because what's today? The first or the second? The second. The second. So October just ended and I had actually written down a retail goal for that month and I've never done that before so I kind of like looked at my numbers from the past and based it off of that but then like tried to shoot really high and I was like we'll see how close I can get to this and I not only hit my goal but I surpassed it by a couple hundred dollars so I was really happy about that (laughs) nice (laughs) and it was a big goal um so yeah write down your goals and then you can achieve them and then my low (laughs) so we went to salem for halloween and it was really fun dressed up like witches it's all good tons of fun things to do there we went to like the salem witch trials whatever there was no bathrooms anywhere like oh no anywhere so we were like (laughs) and i really had to go to the bathroom so we were like walking up and down the streets i stopped at every little cafe anywhere you would assume there would be a bathroom they don't have public bathrooms like a cvs no like you can't use them so as we went we i were like running back to the car and like i could not hold it any longer and we parked by this little old lady's house and when we had gotten out and put on our witch's hats she was like so excited and waving at us 
So I had to go knock on her door and ask her to use the bathroom. <laughs> and she was like so concerned. I was like, please. But she let me do it. But that was my low. You had to use the old feminine trick to get it. Yeah, in. yeah I blamed it on feminine either. issues, and she's like, "Oh, those are the magic words." <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really funny. I'm glad you got to go though, because you were like hangry. But when you have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> when you're angry, yeah, it was you were bad. not a fun time. So my high it was going to Salem and Boston. It was so fun. It was my first time in Boston. It was amazing. I loved it. The food was so good. That was such good, like, seafood and pastries. Mm, It was so fun. It was so fun. And my low, I don't even know. Probably the first day we were there in Salem, it was, like, pouring rain. And so you were just, like, wet and freezing. And you have to walk everywhere. But So that was the low. It was still fun. But the two days when it wasn't raining, it was, like, a million times better. (laughs) So the rain, it was, I love the rain, but not when you have to be like walking around yeah. in it and we weren't prepared. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. Um, I guess I have short and sweet ones. That's Simple. Good. My low, we'll start with my low. So I'm 14 weeks pregnant and I've been having I headaches. Did you know what? So no. Yeah. I just announced Congrats. it um, the other day. We're having a girl. How did I miss that? It's okay. It's, I'm just I, just I literally just stalked your Instagram yesterday. Oh, it was on a story. Yeah, I was, I was on a like, story. So I did not see gone. that. Okay. That's but, exciting. Um, it's been awesome, but I've just been super tired and not motivated and headaches. Like, I get consistent headaches every day, which sucks. Oh, that does so, suck. on my lash, like, I feel like right after like my first appointment, it like starts coming up. Oh, no. And I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. How am I going to <laughs> lash with constant headaches? But I'm making it work. So that was that's kind of my low. Um, my high would be probably coming here. Oh. I've never been on a podcast before. So I was really excited you guys asked me. So that's my high. <laughs> Yay, we're so excited. Yeah, we're glad um, you're here. It's going to be so fun. I can't believe we're pregnant and we didn't even notice. I know, I feel so it's bad. Okay. I mean, no, we didn't know. <laughs> a lot of people were shocked. They're like, I didn't know. That's and I'm not so really exciting. showing quite yet. Yeah, I'm no, kind no. of in that, you know, middle stage. I just yeah. look a little bloated. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. Thank you. Okay, Sam. So you are one of our lash crushes. You are your volume fans. <laughs> They're incredible. But you had to start somewhere. So can you tell us your story and how you got to the point where you're educating and inspiring others to start lashing? Yes, totally. Okay, I'm going to try and make it shorter because I feel like when I talk about it, it's kind of long. So I graduated aesthetic school, um, you know, not really knowing what way I wanted to go. I kind of want to do more of the medical side, but I found this job that was hiring. It was a new spa and they kind of needed a lash artist specifically. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of jumped right in and I told them that I was willing to learn and practice before I could take models. So that's kind of where I started doing lashes. And then soon after that, the spa closed for some reason. And I got my second job um, at Inspirations or Inspirations um, in Layton. (laughs) Yeah. And I kind of did everything there, facials, pedicures, um, a little bit of lashes, but it was kind of a little bit slower at the time. So I ended up taking clients from my mom's house that I was living at. I started... I got a, I bought a massage table off Amazon um, and I just started taking clients from her living room just 
out in the open. My mom would be getting home from work and I'm like doing clients in the living room. And then soon Classic. after that, you know, we all, <laughs> right. I think we all started in the we living all start room. somewhere. Right. <laughs> but soon after that, I just kept getting like referral after referral and I was getting so busy compared to the spa I was working at that I'm just like, okay, this is a no brainer. Like why would I want to stay here and get commission when I could, you know, make all all the income. So I ended up quitting the spa and decided to do lashes full time. Got my business license, um, came up with a business name. It was the lash enthusiast at the time. So that's what my Instagram used to be. But now it's Sam underscore Borboletta since I'm with Borboletta. But and then soon after that, um, I think I heard of Borboletta through Mm -hmm. my lash girl. And I never could find the right products I've tried a lot like everything you could think of and I didn't really love anything so she used Borboletta and I really liked it I liked how the products felt on my eyes so I decided why not take a training from them and this Mm -hmm. is right when they started launching their first trainings in 2014 and it was a volume class so I was kind of like nervous like okay am I ready for volume Um, but I jumped into it there was just me and two other girls in the class at the time. And um, so it was totally different from what the classes are now. Yeah. But it was amazing. I fell in love with the training, the educators, the products. And then from there on, I was just addicted. Um, and I kind of stayed connected with educators and Kim. A Borboletta. Yes, yeah. a Borboletta. And then shortly after that, um, Kim reached out to me and asked if I wanted to become a brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. And I was totally like, um, yes, of I am course. so in. Like, I am so scared. I don't really know what this is. But yes, I am all in. Um, and I feel like from there on is really when my lash career kind of took a step forward. And shortly maybe a year after that they were looking for more trainers and they only had about six educators at the time yeah so she kind of reached out when they were looking for more trainers and asked if I wanted to be one and I was so shocked and terrified (laughs) because I'm like I'm a shy person and I'm still kind of shy but standing up in front of the crowd and speaking like terrified me but I was like okay I can do this I love lashes my passion so I would have yeah I know I wouldn't have either I yeah I have been a super shy person but from there on you've like blossomed I've just yeah (laughs) I've been with them educating all over the U.S. um, and taking clients full-time for my house so that's kind of yeah how it all started that is so crazy (laughs) that's so so cool how long were you just lashing from your house um so I was at my mom's house for probably till I was about 25 but I was probably there for three years and then you became an educator right yes yes okay I'm like trying to remember were you scared just like going on your own or since you were working at the spa and doing clients you felt like you had enough under your belt that it wasn't as scary I was scared (laughs) (laughs) I was so scared um but I just kind of was like okay this is like a huge opportunity yeah you might not get this chance later on so you got to be a big girl (laughs) and just go for it yeah yeah I'm glad I'm so glad I did because who knows where I'd be if I you know didn't take the chance yeah I'm doing that but yeah no that's awesome that so many opportunities were opened up to you 
because of lashes. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that. That really is amazing and inspiring for people who are fresh out of school. But I like that you. I don't know. I feel like so many people look at lash artists or estheticians that are working from home with their full clientele. And they're like, I want that. Mm -hmm. So fresh out of school, they're like, I'm just going to start at my house, which I think is okay for some people. Yeah. But sometimes it takes a long time to build that clientele. So I like that you started working at a spa and you were doing both on the side. And then once you felt comfortable, like once you had clients, you were like, okay, now I'm ready to go on my own. I don't know. I think with social media, people fresh out of school just expect this booming clientele mm-hmm. this booming clientele because that's yeah. what you see on instagram totally which and people who may look like they have a booming clientele may not even have that booming <laughs> clientele it's just like so hard to know but i don't know it's i think inspiring for people to know that like i don't know we always say it but like we you really start. do have to start somewhere yeah. yeah so i would definitely recommend newer wash artists or just getting out of school to start somewhere working in a spa for someone until you kind of have that experience and clientele built up for sure yeah Yeah. totally i was (laughs) i started doing lash lifts on my couch but i was still managing i used to work at papa murphy's and i was managing that full time and then lashing at all hours that i was not working so i feel like yeah, I did not have that booming clientele, but I was posting on Instagram every single day, so I probably looked a lot busier than I actually was. But I was at Papa Murphy's twenty four seven. That's, <laughs> that's kind of good though, too, to make it look like you are really busy. Yeah, then it almost makes people want to come to you more. Yes, so because I know that all thing. these people are trusting you. Yeah, right? totally. And people don't know like everyone's eyes. So if you close, if you do like a close shot from a person and then take like an open shot, like you can do so many different pictures of one client and make it look like you had 10 clients totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> no one like know. Full face and <laughs> you can do all the angles and make your social media look like you're booming not to like try and look like you're the coolest but for clients yes not for i don't know if that makes sense but you want your clients to go to your page and see that you've done 30 lash lifts rather than one you know, and they you want them to see that you're posting every day. So then they're like, oh, dang, she's good. Like, she's yep. doing lashes all day, every day. I can trust her. Yeah, totally. Okay, so speaking of doing lashes at home, because you're still doing lashes at home, right? Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if you had any tips to making an at-home business, spa, lashes, whatever you're doing, feel more professional. Well, I don't have kids yet, <laughs> so I feel like that kind of helps, helps and makes lot, it I'm more sure. professional because I don't have little kids running around or screaming. Um, but just always making sure it's really, really clean, especially when they walk through my front door, not just my lash studio, but the rest of my house. Yeah, everywhere nice they're passing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just making like my lash studio feel like an actual studio or spa. Mm-hmm. So I always have like a nice candle lit. Um, music not anything too crazy like rap or anything just yeah. so it feels more relaxing Sing. yeah and then I always will have like all of my um lash certifications up on the wall and of course my business license because that's super important right yes, yes. no I love that you said that because I think that a lot of people that are working out of their home 
don't realize that they need a business license. And even booth renters. We had some booth renters that are renting from us. And when we told them, okay, we need your booth or your business license, they were like, what? Like, this, you're, it's your own business. Like, you don't work for me. You're renting my space. You need a business license. You need your professional license. You need all your own things. So especially if you're working at home. So I love that you said that. And also, um, I wanted to point out, like, it is important that your house is clean where they're going down to your salon or wherever it is. My house, like, you have to go through the whole house before you get to my studio. I, like, you do not want to see the other rooms with the doors shut. Like, before my clients come, I'm, like, running, chucking stuff in the guest room. Like, it's such a mess. Behind closed doors. But where they Mm -hmm. see is totally presentable. (laughs) And they don't know that side. (laughs) I know. Kristen's always like, I hate having, I hate working. She works from home one day a week. And she's always like, I hate working from home. I'm like... It sounds like the dream, but then she's like, no, because I have to make sure every part of my house is clean. Like, I don't know. It's funny. Every part that's seen. Yeah. <laughs> I should hire a cleaning lady at this point. Call. There are pros the and cons, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite part about being an educator? <sighs> that's hard. There's like lots of good things about being an educator. Um, I feel like maybe my number one reason the best thing would be just kind of all the friendships you make through all the educators that you get to work with because Borboleta, they have, you know, their local educators, but then they also have their regional educators. So we have, you know, one in Las Vegas, um, New York, California, kind of all over. So it's awesome to be able to kind of switch off with different educators each time I go out and just get to know each other and make so friendships. Fun. Like I just, I feel like everyone is seriously my best friends. And every time there's a new educator coming on, it's really exciting to get to know them. It's almost like I'm just going out and we're doing like a sleepover or something, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. so fun. So yeah, just making friendships and yeah, getting to know everyone a little bit better and making more connections, even with students. Like I still have a lot of students that I stay connected with through Instagram and I'll reach out to or they'll be reaching out to me about questions they have. And I really love that because it's not like, you know, one and done after I teach a class. Like I'm always here and it just feels awesome that, you know, they trust me to reach out and give them feedback or, you know, help them out with something. Yeah, we really felt that too when we took Borboletta's course from the educators is it was like a continued support community that we could always message pictures of eyes and be like ah her eyes red like what happened (laughs) or whatever I don't know when you're first learning it's fun to have someone that you can fall back on so how do you keep in contact with all your students do you have is it just through Instagram like individually yeah I would say mostly it would be through Instagram some people will email me they'll get my email but yeah Instagram is huge yeah if they have a question they'll just direct message me And I see it right away and can get back to them and they can send me pictures or, you know, if they have questions or yeah, anything like that. That's so cool. Do you know off the top of your head, like how many students you have trained? Oh man. Um, I am not sure honestly on the exact number, but I've been doing this for just over three years now. I think it was three years in August I've been educating with them. So it's got to be probably over a hundred 150 at least over 150 students maybe 200 I don't know because some classes I'll have really small like five students but then 
a lot of the times we have those packed classes that have at least 14, 15, even 16 students. So I'm sure you're over 200. Yeah, probably over 200. That's so crazy. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. So you, you're traveling to teach these trainings monthly, right? Once or twice Mm -hmm. a month. Yep. Is that exhausting or what? (laughs) It can be. Some of the classes um, I'll do back to back. So I may go out twice a month. One class might just be a two day and then the next class or the next time I go out might be uh, two classes in a row. So I teach a foundation and an advanced. So really it's three classes I'm teaching in a month. Yeah. I just did that in October and that can be exhausting. I feel like I'm gone forever, but it's really only like four or five days. A couple days. <laughs> so what are like your top travel tips? Oh man, I started actually writing some down in my phone because I thought I could do like a little post about it. And I feel like there are a ton of little like tips that you wouldn't we really want think all about. The tips. Yeah, give them to us. <laughs> that I've ran into with traveling. Traveling can be a biatch sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> like like panic attack. Like I've missed two flights since I've been working with Borboletta. Oh my gosh, panic attack! Like I have the worst anxiety. Don't let me, ask. Let me how just many tell you Maddie's the missed. worst one <laughs> I missed. One. <laughs> You missed more than one. You missed one with me. I know you missed That's one with Zach. I missed. I thought you missed, oh, one, I missed Hawaii. one in Hawaii. I missed two. Okay. Come on, fit. <laughs> but isn't it so like oh, anxiety? Yeah. Both the times I was coming home, so it wasn't okay. It's not as bad. It's bad. Yeah, I missed my flight to a Canada training there, so I was like on my way to the airport, and I for some reason didn't have my passport. Oh shoot! And so I had to go oh. back to my mom's in Kaysville and. The door was locked. She wasn't answering because she was at work. So I couldn't even get my passport until I like snuck in through a doggy door. But I got my passport. <laughs> yeah, I fit through the doggy door. And oh, yeah, funny. it was too late by the time I was even on my way to the airport. So I had to call or email someone from the office and be like, uh, can you get me on the next flight? But it was oh, so freaking scary. <laughs> yes. So all I would say, first thing, always be at the airport at least two hours sometimes i am only there an hour early but be there earlier when you get there only an hour early it's just the whole day is so stressful it's not even worth it um if you are traveling a lot i would say get tsa pre-check yes so it's like 80 85 bucks yeah and it lasts for five years five years yeah we so if you are late you just go right through the security line you know keep your shoes shoes off yeah (laughs) keep your shoes on your jacket on your laptop stays in your bag yeah that's nice um Oh, and a really important thing because they've lost my luggage before. Your uh, ticket stub, when you, you know, they scan that before you get onto the plane. Don't throw that away ever because it has the little stickers for your luggage on the back. So if you lose it or if they lose your luggage or anything, they're going to want that. And it's going to be harder to get your luggage back. So never throw that away until you're done with your flight. Like until you arrive. (laughs) That's good to know. We were just talking about that when we were going to Boston. Maddie's like, do I even need this? I was like, nah, just check it. I'm like, can they just look it up by my last name? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I feel like there's one more. Oh, always double check your flight time. I've done this before where I put my flight time in my phone mm-hmm. and I read it wrong or I'm dyslexic so I got there like when it was supposed to almost take off and I was just 
oh my gosh <laughs> running as fast as I like I felt like I was on home alone like running to the gate with yeah. my carry-on luggage like sweating oh my there yeah. is nothing worse than running <laughs> through a freaking airport with all your stuff and I look like an idiot I feel so <laughs> dumb I'm just like move <laughs> like pushing everyone out of the way also checking your gate because I've yes I've been on well me and my husband one time were flying he we were in California, but he was flying to Texas, and I was flying back home to Utah. And where we booked it, it looks like we were on the same at the same gate. So we were like hanging out. He literally, oh, no. there's this board was plane, this plane was boarding, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, I should probably go get my flight." Like he went in the last group, goes to get on, and he's like, "This is going to Vegas." He's like, "My gate changed." I'm like, "You oh, freaking no. idiot! Check." <laughs> Just kidding, I wouldn't have either, but. So he, <laughs> yeah, he was in a whole different terminal and was, his flight was supposed to be, it was boarding. Oh, and so no. he had to like go get on a bus and he made it, but Whew. yeah, making sure you check the gate changes. Yeah. And even with connecting flights too, like that gate can change Ugh. and you might be screwed and be at the wrong gate and miss your flight. Yeah. So that is, yeah, that's a really important <laughs> one as well. And I always like to take a water and snacks or even like a diet coke because sometimes i feel like i don't know i've traveled my whole life because i my dad lives in california so i'll go there in summers or every, every other christmas but i feel like i get maybe it's anxiety now but i get kind of nauseous yeah like right when i get on the plane before we take off and i don't know if it's like i'm just anxious but mm. i need like water or coke or something yeah that i can sip on yeah and having a little snacks so that's another thing I would say. Always have something you can drink or a little snack with you in your purse. Yeah. Those are good tips. Lifesaver. Do you have any travel tips? No, those are Maddie? all good. I would say um, if your luggage does, because I've had my, I went to Jerusalem and I had my luggage get lost. Oh, no. And I was two days without my luggage. And I think I had one outfit in my carry-on. So if you if you bring like a little backpack, always having like, underwear at least <laughs> but like clothes just having like one or two outfits and just you must have like skincare <laughs> i don't know whatever you need need count without putting that in your little backpack or bag so that if your flight i mean if your luggage does get lost you're not screwed for the day or two yeah no, that's a good one that's smart i would say my top tip is get a um a neck pillow that is micro bead <laughs> I'll tag one. I'll, I'll put one in our show links. The memory foam, if you like memory foam, maybe get one of those, but they're so hard. And like the blow up ones are so dumb. So don't get an inflatable one. Yeah, I don't never. even know why they exist. <laughs> but the micro bead ones with like the, the soft velvet on top, they're magic. I know you can get them at TJ Maxx, but we'll put them on the show notes. My other tip would be to bring like a small blanket that can just cover you because the blankets that you can get from airlines are crap <laughs> and their planes are always freezing like mm -hmm. 90% of the time. <laughs> yeah, I always have a jacket with me and I'm usually wearing workout pants, like stretchy, comfy clothes Com uh, yes, yes, that cover be. my ankles because <laughs> yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, do you ever do like skincare in the plane? I actually haven't really done that yet, and I probably should be We're doing gonna that. We're going to give you some stuff for you to take oh, on your next flight. Because we did it when we went to Boston, but we just put, like, face masks face masks on and little gel iPads mm -hmm. and, like, like our cold rollers. Oh, it felt so good. It was amazing. I That's felt so smart. like a queen <laughs> in my little tiny seat. Actually, we had even more space, so. Yeah, we had the luxury seats. I don't know why I haven't thought of that yet. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's it feels so good, and you can just relax and 
your Feels skin feels fresh. good. <laughs> the Aeros, one of our clients is a flight attendant and she sent me this message. I'm going to see if I can pull it up because we were posting about doing our skincare on the plane and she's like, oh my gosh, I've been researching skincare. I mean, the air quality on the plane and it is so bad. What's her, what's her Instagram name? Fit Mama Flying. Yeah, I f- honestly, I feel like every time I get off a flight, like when I'm going to train or whatever, my skin flips out. Like when I get to the hotel and I'm like washing my face at night, I feel like I see all these zits popping up and I'm just oh, like, same. oh, what yeah. can I do to prevent that? But Throw a sheet mask on <laughs> while you're watching your whatever movie you're yep. playing. <laughs> so she was saying that the humidity on the airplane is about 20%. Which we're used to like 40 to 70% humidity, Mm -hmm. depending where you live. And the cabin is pressurized between six and 8,000 feet, which is like standing on top of a mountain. Not to mention UVB rays aren't blocked from the windows and are 90% harder, harder altitude, stronger, probably. That makes sense. 90% stronger. So put your sunscreen on. (laughs) And you got to think about radiation too, when you're up there. Yeah. You're exposed to that. And I don't know how bad that is on our skin, but... Yeah. Yeah. So we'll give you like some little sheet masks oh, to thank take. You. Yeah, for your next flight. Excited. Those are some really good tips. I'm gonna be traveling a lot this winter, so I am excited to implement those. Those are really what what <laughs> I am struggling. Okay. Okay. If I traveling a lot this winter, she means she's going to Hawaii for three weeks. Yeah. Literally Lucky. the whole month of December she's gonna be gone. And we're going to LA next week. And we're going to LA next week. Wow. Um so do you have any wisdom or tips or advice for new artists? Yes. I have a couple things I'd want to share. Um, first thing is really just to put yourself out there. Um, I know it's kind of scary being a new lash artist. You don't really know a lot of other lash artists. And um, if you're like me and you're kind of shy at first, it's hard to get out there. But if you really do just reach out to other artists... Um, meet for lunch anything like that I feel like that can help you know boost your confidence and if you ever need help with anything or have questions you can always bounce ideas off of each other so really just getting involved in the lash community I feel like that's super important and the lash community is so strong right now on Instagram it totally is so fun and I feel like we're just barely starting to get into it but it's like changed the way I feel about Instagram how I look at Instagram and we make like real life connections with people, but we have so many friends that we've met just from watching each other's stories and just like responding to people's stories and being like, oh my gosh, you're <laughs> hilarious or that's such a good idea or I love this or like you said, asking questions and reaching out and then you'll find people who you'll just go back and forth and you'll just click and you'll be really good friends and then you'll go to conferences together or you'll totally. friends outside of it. Yeah. We've we've done that with a lot of people, and it's so fun to make real-life friendships. So I love that tip, just, like, getting yes. out there. And you never know, like, what doors are going to open. Right. You could cross someone's path, and, you know, you could become really good friends, and then some big opportunity could, you know, prevent itself. Or like oh, absolutely. You s- present itself. <laughs> <laughs> or like you said, you took your Borboleta training. You just took a training, and then you, like, kept in contact with everyone. Then you became an ambassador. Then you became an educator. Like, doing things, taking trainings, going to conferences, anything that people are putting on where you know there's going to be lots of people in the industry going to those things. 
same with us. We t- we did the Lash Academy, and then now we're ambassadors. So it's like mm-hmm. we wouldn't be an ambassador if we never took the training, right? So I don't know. We're huge on continued education, but besides the fact that you're like building your business and fine tuning your skills, you are making connections and putting yourself out there. Yep. And then what you were just saying, continuing your education, that would be my second one, is never stop. You can take one good class, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be enough Mm -hmm. because the industry is constantly evolving and changing. So always continue your education. It doesn't have to be a class every year, but find those really good classes that are going to help you um, in whatever area you need help with and never stop learning. Yeah. I would say set a goal like I'm going to take one class a year or one class every other year whatever is doable but I would push yourself to I would say at least one a year one a year yeah you can do it it. (laughs) you can do it Kristen and I made a goal at the first of this year in January last whatever this year that's ending and we were like we want to do take a class every quarter and do you even know how many we've taken Oh, we've well <laughs> exceeded that goal. We've done like probably five or six a quarter. Like we can't stop. And it's, awesome. it doesn't have to be like a formal lash class. Like we went to these fun estheticians in California held a beauty summit and we went to that. And that's continuing education because they're teaching about like, they business, business tips. And, and we got to network that way and we met like all the people that spoke and like kelly baker brows is one of the people so that oh, was really fun. cool p.s she does the kardashians brows guys so oh my god me <laughs> and we yeah so that was really fun and also like and like the beauty show in vegas that wasn't mm-hmm. like this huge thing but they have classes going on all day so you can find what you like if you want to do lashes or skincare or just things like that there's so much going on if you want to know what stuff's going on, just DM us at any time because we always have something <laughs> coming And we're always up. on the lookout, too, so we, we always find them. Yeah. Anything else? Any other tips? Um, nope. Those would be my top two. Yeah. I feel like those would just make the biggest difference. I agree. Any tips for building a clientele really quick? Um, honestly, just probably doing quality work. Doing mm-hmm. the best work you can, treating your clients with respect. Um, I mean, some days, you know, we don't feel that talkative or we're having a bad day, but still just trying to, you know, talk to your clients, make them feel welcome, um, and building those relationships. That's what's going to bring you them back. That's what's going to bring you more clientele in the end. So I would say definitely those kind of top two things. Yeah. Quality over quantity always. always. If you're, even if you have to take a little bit longer. Um, do less people. Yep. Then do that and charge more for that. Yep. I love it. That's, That's the best perfect advice. Answer. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> we always say this too, but your clients are your walking billboard. They're going to talk about their experience and they're going to wear your lashes or your skin, whatever. They're going to wear that on their face <laughs> and... So, or your hair, like whatever you're doing, whatever service you're providing, it's on them and people can see it. So do your best, create those relationships so that they're excited to talk about you and they're spreading the word and then you'll get referrals and then you'll, you'll fill your books. (laughs) Yep. Totally. Okay, Sam, thanks for coming down to hang out with us today. It was so fun. I love all those travel tips. I'm really excited to put them to use when we go to California next week. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram. It's Sam underscore Borboletta. Perfect. 
Make sure you check out her Instagram for all the positive inspo you need and then stop over and check us out on Instagram as well at Beauty Mavens Collective. And don't forget all of our show notes with today's links will be on our website, beautymavenscollective.com slash podcast. And we'll see you next week. XO Beauty, Beauty Mavens. Mavens. <laughs> Always check it out. I, I forget. <laughs>